there's a lot of people out there that depend on you. Your community, your coworkers, your family, of course, uh, expect you and have a right to expect that you're going to be not only well-trained, but physically and mentally capable of doing what you signed up to do, right? So if I, if I could say anything, it is just to remind yourself that you are, in fact, held to a higher standard, and you have to be okay with that, and you have to live up to it. That was Dan Kerrigan and Jim Moss from Firefighter Functional Fitness. And I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. Hey everyone, what is up? Welcome to episode 12 of Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. I can't believe it's already 12 episodes. So glad you could join me today. I'm so grateful you took time out of your day to join me. I uh, just had a great conversation with two amazing dudes, uh, Dan Kerrigan and Jim Moss. They're both uh, leaders in the fire service. Uh, Dan is a chief fire marshal in uh, East Whitehood Township, and uh, Jim Moss is a lieutenant paramedic in the St. Louis area, and they have written a book called Firefighter Functional Fitness, The Essential Guide to Optimal uh, Performance and Longevity. So this book is uh, a great resource for firefighters, and and like I talk about and like we talk about in the podcast, it is it is a it is a resource that is readily available there's lots of what to do but this there's lots of what to do as far as fitness goes but this is a what to do and a how to do it and it really promotes more than just fitness it's mostly about strength training and and, and fitness and being being the best firefighter you can be physically but they also talk about lifestyle and nutrition and hydration and a whole bunch of things that uh, that you'll learn after uh, listening to this podcast. So so we just had a great conversation about health and and fitness and wellness and lifestyle and and trying to be your best self and because really it's not just about being the best firefighter you can be because of the responsibility that you have to the public and you know you also have a responsibility to your family and and dan talks about that as well your family and 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 having a nice uh healthy retirement from the fire service and because you do have a life outside of the fire hall as well anyways why don't we get right into it this is dan kerrigan and jim moss authors speakers amazing dudes from Firefighter Functional Fitness. I hope you enjoy. We got it, man. We we uh, we adapted on the fly, which we're used to, I guess, in the fire service. And oh, good. We've had we've had much worse with scheduling. So yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was about the easiest it's ever gone. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's some kind of Canadian connection or something, but that's right. Yeah. We're the Canadian connection. That's right. Yes. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Dan, where, uh, you are, you're, you guys are both on the East coast a little bit, sort of, I guess, well, St. Louis, (laughs) St. Louis isn't the East coast. I guess it's a, 
gateway to the west right but Dan, that's right you're... i'm on the east coast of the west coast right yeah yeah <laughs> cool yeah, i'm on the east coast definitely i'm uh i'm outside of philadelphia um just outside just west of philadelphia so um a little bit about me i guess i i geez i joined the fire service in 1986 um so i got whatever 31 32 years on at this point like most people started out as a volunteer and you know uh maintained my volunteer status for quite quite a long time and as well as you know being a career uh, uh firefighter as well um currently chief fire marshal emergency management coordinator for east whiteland township which is in chester county right outside of philadelphia and uh as you already know i'm uh, a co-author of the book firefighter functional fitness with my partner jim and uh uh, outside of that, I also serve on the safety, health, and survival section of the uh, uh, board of directors uh, of the IAFC. Uh, so, um, and uh, pure fitness trainer as well. And uh, just trying to uh, do uh, what I can along with Jim to uh, live up to our little mission statement, which is just creating a healthier fire service one firefighter at a time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. Yeah, no, thanks. Uh, that's great. So you're, you must be amazingly busy, and uh, <laughs> like well, we said, all are. I'm yeah, yeah. Make excuses. No, 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 um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, definitely busy. Yeah, but it's a good busy most of the time. I right. think. Um, I, I think when you're involved in something that you're that passionate about, uh, although it's busy and can be hectic and even, you know, at times frustrating. Um, it's typically comes from a good place. So I, right. I, I don't know, I honestly don't know what I would do if I wasn't able to do what I'm able to do. Right. So I'm very grateful and, uh, humbled and honored to be able to, to have a small part in, in not only the fire service in general, but what we do, uh, specifically to try to, to help, help folks out right. uh, as well. So, no, that's great. And do you, yeah. uh, so to kind of keep you in in order there, do you have kind of like a little bit of a daily routine that you that you do, like, or or do you just kind of? <laughs> um, I, my my personal routine, um, I, I I'm very routine oriented in terms of how I get up and get going in the morning. Yeah, and things I like to do. Uh, yeah, certainly. But um, when I get to the office, since I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a chief, you know, yeah. I'm I'm administrative. I'm on day work. When I when I get into the office um, these days around here, it's so busy, um, both administratively and uh, as much as it is operationally. Uh, we're probably the the fastest growing township or municipality in my county, so we're getting crushed with development and expansion and things like that. So I, I like to think I have somewhat of a routine, but when I get into the office, my calendar pretty much dictates what yeah yeah <laughs> what what my routine's going to yeah. be to the extent that uh w- you know when i like to train or work out i've always tried to do that like for me it's like been like a lunchtime thing okay yeah um because it's a good break in my schedule um i know you know people ask us well when's the best time to work out and you know our answer always is whenever you are most motivated to work out right i know there's probably some physiological advantages to working out at different times of the day perhaps right but for me it's just been when i'm most motivated to work out because i 
I'll get the most done that way, and yeah. I'll feel the best about it afterwards. So, generally speaking, it's it's for me, it's in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's that's pretty much what I do. Oh. Yeah. No, that I I can relate to that too. I I just uh, I I kind of do it when I can. Mm-hmm. I make sure that uh, I get it in, but also I used to be an early morning guy, and now you know I'm I'm not old. I'm 46, turning 47 years <laughs> old, but. But I do notice, you know, by later, if I can do it in the afternoon or later on in the morning, my body does feel a little better. Uh, some days if you wake up and, you know, a little bit stiff or something like that, you know, I kind of get my body going and, and that. So, yeah, I'd, I'm definitely a, a afternoon-ish mm-hmm. type workout guy. So I, I relate to that for sure. All right. Awesome. Yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Dan. Need Jim. Sure. Jim, you're there. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So about about me. Yeah. Uh, so I've uh, been in the fire service for just over 13 years, uh, three years as a paramedic in a busy urban EMS system, and then the last 10 plus years uh, at Metro West Fire Protection District in St. Louis County, uh, Missouri. Um, so now I, I hold the rank of, of captain. Uh, I'm heavily involved with uh, fitness and wellness uh, at Metro West. Uh, as Dad's, Dan said, I, I'm the co-author of Firefighter Functional Fitness with him and um, go around speaking at different conferences and, and sharing our me- messages there and at fire departments all across uh, the U.S. Um, uh, as it comes to fitness training, I'm a certified personal trainer with the uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, and really Dan and I connected through, through social media years ago, I think back in 2015, I believe. Um, and we were just sharing messages with firefighters on how to make their fitness more functional for the jobs we actually do. Uh, we just connected through there and it's been a snowball effect since then and never would have thought I would say that I would have ever (laughs) written a book. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's awesome. uh, It's, it's awesome to have co-authored it. Uh, with Dan and and that's another achievement too just that teamwork we've we've put in together and and it's great to share uh, you know the the equal amount of passion uh, with him that I have um, and that he has for uh, creating healthier firefighters because we all know that we have quite the epidemic in front of us uh, in the fire service of, of obesity and other health ailments and as well as mental health uh, issues and emotional health issues and substance abuse as well. Um, as we kind of talked about before we hopped on the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everything, everything is related, you know, it's yeah. not just fitness. It's not just mental wellness. It's, it's overall holistic body uh, wellness, mind, body, spirit, soul, everything together. So uh, it's so awesome within the last five years that we've started talking about everything all together uh, because I think people are really starting to to grab a hold of it, uh, starting to do a little introspection, you know, a little personal ins- introspection on themselves, and uh, hopefully they're starting to take better care of themselves. And uh, we're just glad to uh, be a part of that in, in sharing our message. No, I, no, and and I think that's great. I, I think that's a great message to get to people too, because you know so many times we we kind of pigeonhole whole different things as far as you know fitness is the answer and this is the answer and you know the, the meditation is the answer or yoga is the answer you're going to you know and, and i think that that message of of holistic you know 
a holistic kind of lifestyle with everything included nutrition and, and all that, you know, because again, we, yes, we are firefighters, but we are humans and that's the way, that's the way our bodies work. So yeah, that's amazing message. And, and I was going to ask you guys how you, uh, how you connected, but, uh, you kind of answered that. So, so that's perfect. And, and do you think that, uh, with the book, you guys, did you, did you kind of have you, I'm sure you had some overlapping skills, but your, uh, you know, you, you probably had some, some skills that each of you brought, uh, to the book. So I don't know if, if Dan, you want to answer that or, or, or Jim. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I think it was, and Jim would, would tell you, he's said it before and I'll say it as well. It's really, it's been a complete 50, 50, uh, sharing of the responsibility um i mean almost literally to the chapter and probably to the word yeah yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. you know we we really took that that project and evenly divided it based on in a lot of cases based on what within within the health and fitness arena if you will uh what maybe what our peak interests were at the time or, or our experiences or expertise or whatever you want to call it. And, and we, we divided up the work and the, the writing and the research based on that. Right. And, and so, you know, there's definitely a number of chapters in that book that, that have Jim's signature all, o- all over it, you know, and, and, you know, it was great to, to write alongside somebody that was able to take those, topic areas if you will and take them and own them and just allow me to to just uh you know give comments and edits and suggestions so to speak and and he did the same for me there were just times where i said you know this particular chapter or this topic i'll take that i want to write about it you know and and i'll let you know what so basically what we did was we just tossed stuff back and forth yeah and 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 it really um it, it really played to i think both of our uh, strengths and probably from the from the mental standpoint probably kept us going from time to time when we started to get you know frustrated or, or burnt burnt out a little bit so right. it really yeah. really was a, just a tremendous tremendous collaborative teamwork yeah. effort and nice. one thing i'll say is that um you know what we definitely offered were were different perspectives so mm-hmm. so from D- all of dan's experience and being a chief officer he could definitely speak to um the organizational aspect more than i did um you know and in our book we have a lot of it is based on actual fitness nutrition you know hydration and, and rest and recovery however we do have an additional probably what five to eight chapters at the end that is yeah. dedicated to um, not only the individual, but fire departments dedicated to fire departments, increasing, uh, do, you know, different things that they can do to build a culture of wellness and fitness at their own fire department. Right. Uh, so we talk about organizational barriers. We talk about setting up a uh, physical agility, a firefighter physical agility assessment that every fire department can do every year. Uh, we talk about other ways to, uh, you know, small uh, cultural steps that each fire de- department can take. And uh, so I think Dan really uh, was uh, pretty strong in those areas uh, to, to contribute in that way. Um, and yeah, I, I, always, uh, <laughs> I always talk about Dan and, and his love of kettlebells, you know, and yeah. he, he, really, he really inspired me to, to love kettlebells too because that was kind of his wheelhouse. That's really what got him. 
and I can let him speak more on this, but that's what really got him um, uh, back in or really interested in functional fitness was all the different things and different ways to work out with kettlebells. And then obviously his passion for that spread to me and, and I, I really took them on as well and, and enjoyed them too. So, uh, you know, as for me, you know, I'm a, I don't, not everything I do is high intensity interval training or circuits or anything like that, but that's one thing I definitely enjoy setting up and doing, uh, not only at the gym, but especially at the firehouse with different firefighting equipment, you know, with hoses and ladders and just doing farmer's carries with tools and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's kind of my wheelhouse and what I really like to do are those high intensity interval circuits. Um, uh, so may that I may have brought more of that, um, to the book, I, you know, I'm sure Dan likes it too, but that's kind of more my wheelhouse right. as well. And I definitely enjoy, you know, doing yoga, uh, functional yoga once a week. Uh, I may have, you know, shared my passion for that with Dan, you know, and kind of expanded his horizon, horizons with that kind of stuff a little bit too. Um, so like Dan said, you know, we, we brought different passions, different um, perspectives, and, and that's how we came together uh, and, and it all came together in that book. No, yeah, and I, I think that's you know two two great answers, and and I do have to say I, I do know a lot about Dan's kettlebells because there's a lot of kettlebell <laughs> stuff out there. So you know for that I thank you as well. But I I do believe it's it's uh you know the the collaboration part is is also where you know you guys probably learned a lot from each other and go, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. And so the oh, yeah. having yep, that absolutely. collaboration is, you know, is great because there's nothing, you know, there's, well, there, I shouldn't say there's nothing wrong. There are some, I guess, some things that, you know, some books out there or, or inform lots of information out there that, you know, you can, you know, maybe get hurt or, or, you know, do, do the wrong thing. But, uh, you know, to have the, just the, the positive collaboration, you know, and, and kind of go over each, each other's stuff and go, you know, maybe we should say it like this, maybe we should say it like that, or, you know, it just, I think that's great. And, and you guys just sound like it just was like, uh, you know, just one of those easy things for you guys to do. And that's, uh, that's great. I think that's, that's why it's such a great book too. And it comes across, comes across that way. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think it's also a metaphor for, you know, the firehouse and your own crew, right? Some people have greater strengths than others, and some people have different experiences and more wisdom about certain topics. Um, And, you know, as long as we approach everything we do, whether it's a call or a firehouse situation or training, you know, with with humility and offering our experiences and our knowledge um, and our training, uh, with humility, uh, I think, uh, and we accept, you know, others, other people's input. Uh, I think the outcome and the, uh, I guess we could say that quote unquote final product, uh, is, is going to be better, right. Uh, when we do that. So I think it, it's kind of a good metaphor for the, the firehouse life too, and working with the crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it, it's, it, it, yeah, it goes beyond the book book too. I, I think, you know, what, what, one of the, the funnest things that we do is, is when we get out there and we teach our workshops or present it at conferences because that, that kind of uh, collaboration and, and, and playing off each other spills over into those presentations. And it's, it's always a learning experience. I mean, every time I've taught live with Jim, uh, you know, I, I learn something every time. I do. I, I think about ooh, a different angle or something or mm-hmm. a different way of presenting something or whatever. 
and it and it kind of bleeds over into the audience and to the participants and and there it's about learning from them too not right. just us standing up lecturing to them about this is how you should do this i learned so much from the folks that we we present for uh and it's just uh, our presentations in that regard are such a, a two-way street uh collaboration and just kind of light-hearted and and you know you know we poke fun at ourselves we're, we yeah. don't take ourselves too seriously we just yeah. we just at the end of the day want people to to try to take better care of themselves given the fact of what the responsibilities are that they have for the career path they've chosen. And, and, and so it kind of goes back to the whole attitude thing to begin with before you ever, before you ever touch a kettlebell or a a barbell or a resistance band or whatever it is you like to use, you got to have it up in your head. And if you have it in your head, then, you're likely going to be able to do anything you need to do physically right. at some point. Well, yeah. exactly. And I think you guys too, you, you both have, have said, you know, the way that you, you know, you learn from each other and you learn from each, you know, people on the job and then you learn from the audience. I mean, that to me is a sign of, you know, growth mindset, right. Versus a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you do get, you can have, you know, somebody who's presenting something and going, this is the way it is. And this is my stuff. <laughs> and, you know, this is the way it is. And and it sounds like, you know, your both of your attitudes towards, you know, the growth versus, um, you know, the fixed, you know, fixed attitude, fixed mindset. I mean, that's that's the way you're also going to, you know, have people believe what you believe and and uh you know listen to you more than somebody who's you know the dictator right yeah and uh i think that's amazing you could could say to somebody like there's other ways to do it but but they're not right yeah the way to do it you know and you're not going to get very far well exactly that in my opinion right i mean like no i I, that's not how it's supposed to work and if we're if we're out there to try to motivate people to to kind of to to keep the tide rising so to speak you know, without, uh, you know, any clear mandate on the American fire service level, at least, and most likely Canadian as well, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. we don't have a national mandate, a national requirement for uh, anything in yeah. terms of health and fitness. Uh, you know, so we, while we want organizations to do better, we also kind of feel like it's the individual firefighter right now that we're trying to connect with so right. that we can build that, that momentum and you can't tell them this is the only way to do something. If you could do it the other way, you're wrong. That's not going to get you very far. Well, Brad, Brad, I I love that you brought up the uh, growth mindset because, uh, you know, my fitness now, uh, it looks completely different than it did 10 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. My, my regimen and what I do weekly. Uh, and I think as I get older, um, in the next 10 years, you know, it, it's going to look different. Uh, I think, you know, I'll still subscribe to the principles that we preach, you know, the big eight concept that we share in our book, mm-hmm. um, and just the basic pushing, pulling, lifting, carrying, dragging, and the core strength, the, the flexibility and mobility and the cardiovascular capacity. Those are all timeless, simple principles that every firefighter should, should integrate into their, their fitness regimens. But, you know, maybe in 10 years, 15 years, I'm working more on mobility, you know, as mm-hmm. I get older and I'm still hopefully on the truck, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, doing, uh, you know, manual labor uh, as I want to be doing in 10 to 15 years. 
Um, so uh, that growth mindset, you know, being teachable and, and not just staying in one fixed uh, place uh, mentally, uh, physically, and being willing to, uh, you know, push yourself and make yourself grow in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who's to say what my fitness regimen uh, may entail in, in 10 years if, you right. know, I, I change it up a little bit or, or my nutrition or this or that, you know. And that's what it's all about, you know, being teachable and making sure that we're we're always learning and, and adapting to what we need to adapt to. Well, and I, I think, too, the yeah, that, I mean, I can relate to that 100 percent because honestly, I think, too, it's about, uh, you know, you guys are you guys are trying to help people grow by doing what you're doing, too, you know, uh, uh, physically and in oh, yeah. all those you know, nutritionally, that that's really what it's about. And, you know, uh, the, the ever changing kind of workouts and, 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 and what you guys are talking about, you know, it's really about kind of accepting, listening to your body too. Oh uh, yeah. You know, uh, if you're sore or there's a difference between soreness and pain, you right. know, mm-hmm. and, and those types of things. So, you know, learning to accept listening to your body as you know, for me as I age, I still do high intensity training. You know, I'm fit. I, you know, I, I still, I love doing that stuff, but you know, honestly, I used to probably do it, you know, five days a week, which probably wasn't great for me at the time too, when I, when right. I was first starting it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, it does break you down, but you know, now I, I, I really pay attention to the way my body is feeling and still do all the same thing. So exactly what you're talking about but they might be spread out more or I might have more oh, rest yeah. or I might, yeah. you know, but I, the concepts are all the same. So I, I think that, you know, what you guys are talking about in your book is, is, you know, you, so there's specific workouts, but you can do that how it fits you too, which I think is, you know, a great sure. message. Yeah. All about I, I, don't, I don't think that we, tr- I, I've said this before. I don't necessarily think that beyond a couple of concepts that we developed, like the big eight, for example, mm-hmm. uh, we, we didn't invent much of anything uh, as much as we, we tried to take what we thought was practical and commonsensical, so to speak, in terms of firefighter fitness and put it in a format that was easy for firefighters to understand. Uh, I mean, st- there's been stuff out there most of the time the, the people that we talk to, uh, you know, it's not that they're not into fitness or not understanding that they need to be in better shape. A lot of times it's just that they didn't, they didn't know what they should be doing. Right. And, and so we really just tried to take what I think a lot of people already know and kind of put it in a, in an easy to read simple format. That's, that's sort of in firefighter speak because yeah. it's, it's, it's written by firefighters and we right. know we don't want to be messing around for days and days trying to figure something out. We just want somebody to tell us, you know, with data and research to back it up. This is, these are the ways you should do this thing and let me get on with it. So it's become not so much. It's not a coffee table book. It's a reference book. You know, we, we want people to go back into it. We want people to have it in their gym bag. We want people to use, be using it five years from now, dog eared and highlighted and written in and, so forth so and buy a second uh, copy and buy, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean if, no. if that's what they need sure I right <laughs> but i mean we get we get it into their hands we get it into we're lucky we have, we're getting it into fire academy's hands we're getting into uh, uh college 
courses are using it now for, you know, as a required text for different different college classes that the in fire science programs. Mm -hmm. um, um, however, it works for you. Uh, take it as a tool. It's just another tool, just like a barbell. It, right. It's another tool. It just provides guidance. So, yeah, hopefully it's I think, working. I think the craziest thing to me, you know, Dan mentioned the fire academies, and fire departments, and and college fire science programs. Uh, you know, the book, uh, you know, uh, I can't believe that it's in more than 30 countries worldwide. I, I yeah. never thought I would create something yeah. or help create something that has gone all over the world, which is pretty humbling. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I never thought I'd be able to say that. But it just speaks to the simple, straightforward approach and message uh, that we put in the book for, that every firefighter, regardless of nationality, can really understand. Because uh, we all we all do things like pushing, pulling, lifting, carrying, and dragging, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so uh, we just give people different ways to do those things and different ways to organize them within their workouts. So I think that's why it's had so much uh, success because it's just a simple approach. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's it really is a I mean it's a great resource for like for me for a couple reasons. Uh, there is so many. Well, you just Google. Hit training, or or right. or you know, uh, Tabata, or or you know, even uh, firefighter fitness, or something like that, mm -hmm. where there's lots, or you know, and and here's this 90 day plan, and here's this 30 day plan, and here's you know, right. but so there's there's lots of what to do, but what I find about your book, you know, and I commend you guys for that, is that this is like, this is the what, but this is the how. This is yeah. a full resource, you know, that's why for me, that's why I, I look at it and go, that's, that's why it's successful because someone can just pick it up and you know, there's lots of people that, that do like to know why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, and, well, I, and that's the key. There's the key is the, why, like we, we look at it as the, the, the what and the, and the how are, are born out of the why we, we, <laughs> We try to focus that foundation is the why. Why do we do this to begin with? Right. Why is it so important? I think if you kind of reverse engineer it like that and start with the why, then the how and the what are naturally come out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the important way to look at it. Yeah. And just, I guess, you know, that just raises a, a question for me, for, for both of you. But, you know, the why, do you guys... Either of you, I can just start with Jim. Maybe, uh, do you have a personal why, or do you have you had any obstacles like in your health or oh, yeah. career or anything that sure. like has you've kind of gone, you know, like uh, this is this is what what I need to do now. I need to because of this happen, oh, yeah. or you know. Oh yeah, um, and I can speak to exactly why I got into functional fitness and why it's so important to me. So I was. Um, Oh, it was probably about uh, 10 years ago now. Um, I was wanting to get bulked up. I was wanting to get ripped. I was wanting to get big. Uh, naturally, I'm a uh, more skinny guy. And uh, so I know everyone else in the wants to have this problem, right? Uh, they, yeah. they, have, they, have, they have trouble putting on muscle mass or gaining weight in that, in that area. Uh, I know everybody wants to have that problem. Uh, but... Uh, I was wanting to be basically a bodybuilder. And so I was doing nothing but bodybuilding exercises. I was lifting out, uh, lifting the same um, muscle group twice a week, which, as you know, sounds insane. 
uh, because I was just <laughs> overtaxing my muscles. Yeah. Um, and I was doing, you know, basically like 16 to 20 uh, sets of an exercise, you know, for chest or for triceps and shoulders and all that stuff, right? So that was my focus. And I was, I was putting on definitely weight and muscle. I was eating a, a ton and it was not healthy eating. I was just getting calories and, and wherever I could, right? Um, and so uh, one day um, I was actually at a hotel gym. And I was like, okay, today is, is chest day, right? I wanted to work out my chest, and, but it was a little dinky hotel gym. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I could do dips on a treadmill. <laughs> and so, you know how wide apart, you know, a treadmill's uh, side arms are, you know, the, the balance arms on a treadmill. So uh, I, I did dips on that. And then I just felt my left pec, upper pec muscle just pop uh, and, sna- and snap and, and just started burning. I was like, okay, this isn't good <laughs> because I was, too, my arms were too wide apart. I went too low down. Yeah. Um, and so the smart guy I was, you know, I wanted to keep on growing right from that point on. Well, for the next two weeks, you know, you would think you would go get it checked out. You would get it worked on, um, see if there's a structural problem or something like that. Well, no, the smart guy I was 10 years ago, I said, I need to keep getting bigger and keep doing my, you know, my chest workouts and my arm workouts and all that stuff. Well, uh, I did, I worked out on it for another two weeks and then I <laughs> screwed up my, my left pec muscles. Oh, I yeah. screwed up my left shoulder. Um, and so I was set back for six months after that, right? Because yeah. I screwed up more stuff. And so that's really how I got into functional fitness. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this bodybuilding uh, mentality. Right. Um, I'm not saying it's bad for, for other firefighters to have bodybuilding in their regimens if they want to get bigger and stronger. That's great. But for me, the way I was going about it was not healthy. And so that's how I really got into functional fitness. And that's my why. Right. Um, you know, as I get older, as I mentioned before, as I get older, I need to have smarter ways uh, to improve my performance, my fire ground performance, my uh, my exercise and, and physical performance, and and I also need to focus on longevity more than anything. I'm approaching 40 now, and so, you know, I want to have healthy hips. I want to have healthy back, knees, shoulders, all the high-target areas for firefighters that we injure. And so that's really what got me into functional fitness is learning from my mistake of, of doing too much too often and injuring myself. Um, so that's that's really my why. Yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, why I really got into firefighter functional fitness. No, that's great. And, and I can, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm laughing only because it sound you know, I sound like I'm talking to myself, right? You just, <laughs> when you're, you know, you're right into the doing what you're doing and, oh, I can, it's just my shoulder. I, I can, right. you know, I'll, I'll do these other things it, and it'll go away. It'll go away. I'll just work right. through it. I'll work through the pain. I'll work through the pain and, yeah, as we know that, uh, you know, and as we as we do age and, and and I think it's because we probably I'm hoping it's because we get, uh, you know, a little smarter as we get older. So and listening to our bodies. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally relate to that uh, as to, you know, kind of having that aha moment. OK, I'm done, you know, <laughs> and, and, and moving on to, you know, it's kind of like push, push, push. And then, OK, I got to retreat yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. OK, I'll I'll listen fine. You know, but uh, anyways, and I don't think that I think the results are are, you know, are 100 percent better when you do those things and listen to your body and and uh, you can still. Yeah, you can still have the gains and and do the things you want to do 
by listening to your body as opposed to, you know, always pounding through it again with the, uh, you know, is it, is it pain or is it just soreness? Right. So. Right. Exactly. And it's more, more so it's a different kind of quote unquote gains and it's more of a long term perspective on gains. You know, I'm not going to be 22, you know, (laughs) the rest of my life, you know, I want to work 30 or 30 plus years in the fire service. I better be smart about uh, how I approach my fitness and, and, and not hurt myself. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I totally get that. So Dan, do you have, uh, any, you know, any, any uh, obstacle I, or any, any kind of anything that uh, you kind of had an aha moment there or I have several wise. Okay. Me? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. As it, honestly, as the, as the quote unquote elder of the group, you know, like I'm, I'll be, I'll be 51 here in August. Right. Yeah. And, and if there's anything I could tell anybody that's listening uh, to this or uh, any of the, the things that we do is that, that, that what we do for a living here, whether you're a volunteer or career, it doesn't really matter. The job's the same. The point is you need to start taking care of yourself when you are 22, when you are young and not wait uh, until you, you think you need it later on. Um, you know, I, I think for me, I, I was at a point in my, in my career uh, where my, my, in my brain was still operating in the 20-something-year-old mode my body was shifting to the 40 something year old mode and kind of realized the hard way that I I physically was having a harder time doing the things that I always traditionally didn't have that big of a problem with on the fire ground. Uh, A lot of it had to do with recovery, to be quite honest with you, you know, going to, I've been in some places where we've had a, seen a good amount of work and, and uh, on a regular basis and, um, you know, the recovery time for me just got to be re- really difficult. You know, mm-hmm. I was just wasn't bouncing back as quickly as I, as I, as I used to, um, you know, I, I always had a, a personal struggle with, um, being able to keep up with a, a, a fitness program because I got bored, I would lose interest. Right. Um, so that, that part of it kind of was solved by my, you know, quote unquote discovery of kettlebells, because that was for me personally, um, not only did I see the, the tremendous effectiveness in, in the tool, but it just really was really cool and interesting to me. And it yeah. still is. So that part was taken care of there, but main, mainly for me, um, on a personal level, it was just the fact that I was getting older and I, I realized that I wasn't invincible. Um, you know, and the young, young firefighters need to understand that they're not invincible and they need to start taking care of themselves now. Uh, not wait until they get that moment where they can't do what they thought they could have, should have done. Um, you know, I've had some, uh, personal, pretty powerful experiences, uh, locally here with some, uh, uh, death of a, a a good friend and firefighter that, that was incredibly, incredibly too young that passed away, uh, you know, a few years back, uh, you know, and, and from health related, uh, issues. And so things like that impact me and, and kind of remind me, um, you know, when I get a little bit, uh, lazy or whatever, you know, that, that remind me why I'm doing this. Um, I I recognize that, that no matter what we do, there's always a chance something could happen. But, uh, like to say, like, you know, you don't, you don't stop training fire training because you could still get killed at a fire, (laughs) you know, you you still train anyway. Right. I mean, you control what you can control. And, um, you know, our own, 
uh, health and, and fitness and wellness is probably the one thing that we can control the most uh, in, in the job that we do. So, um, yeah, so lots of different aha moments for me that kind of all came together and then, you know, kind of ended up where we are now. So, you know, it's not always easy, and I'll tell people that too. And I'm sure Jim would agree and you would agree. Yeah. Uh, just because we do what we do doesn't mean we don't have our struggles too. Uh, you know, so, you know, sometimes you got to reach deep down there and within and, or, you know, I'll reach out to Jim or say, you know, I'm struggling with this or, yo, you need to send me a workout. I need a workout. You know, yeah. I'm tired of thinking of this stuff myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> send me, send me a workout to do, uh, you know, and, uh, so, uh, no, it's, I, it's a number of things, right. That, that all point me in the same direction, I guess. Yeah, no, and that's, yeah, I, I, I can relate to lots of that, uh, you know, lots of that as well. And, and sometimes your motivation, I mean, I mean, just, well, for me, I can just say, you know, sometimes it it, it is, or it was, you know, I, I want to be, I need to be able to do the things I want to do at work. And sometimes, you know, especially now it's like, I still want to be able to do those things, but now I look at it just, you know, from a different perspective of, and, and, and you know, and, and I think it would be beneficial for everyone to look at it this way too, is it, it, it isn't just, you guys are promoting firefighter functional fitness, but you're promoting overall health and it's That's for, correct. it's for, it's for, you know, your family life. You want to be able to play with your kids as you know, and, and do the things that you want to do. You want to be able to go do the things you want to do with your family. You, you know, a lot of our life is outside the fire hall. So you guys, you know, to me, you're really promoting an overall, you know, holistic, you know, fitness approach. It's not just about firefighting, even though that firefighting <laughs> is the, you know, maybe the hook, right? That's, that's what <laughs> right. motivates yeah. other people. Right. But, but it's, you know, really it, it is about promoting a healthy lifestyle and that's what you guys are well, doing. That's here. what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. It's actually, it's really, it's a lifestyle. It's a, a lifestyle of modern and responsibility and and i think as we talked about in the beginning it's all connected yeah uh, our mental health our physical health uh you know uh, the fact that we don't just want you to be able to perform well on the fire ground now we want you to be able to enjoy your retirement when you're done and uh, i want to do that i want yeah. to enjoy myself yeah. uh, not not be physically disabled or injured or have nagging injuries for the rest yeah. of my life. Uh, you know, it's all connected. Right. It's, it's all connected. Especially if, you know, if it could have been possibly avoided by being sure. active through your, you know, your entire life. I always, I always kind of look at it on my perspective. It's just my own personal thing, but you've kind of touched on it a bit where, you know, if I do everything that I feel will benefit me, I've done everything in my ability and something happens that's out of my control, then you yeah. know what? I, I think I'll, I'd be okay with that as opposed to looking at something, having an injury, something happening to me, uh, you know, health-wise that could have been possibly prevented by me doing something, then that's where I would be kind of, you know, ha have not disappointment, but, uh, you know, possibly be, you know, why didn't I just do that? You know, and I don't want to look at my life, you know, when I'm 70 years old and go, man, I wish I would have done this, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit longer or physically or eaten a little bit differently or, or whatever it is. But, 
so anyways that's just kind of my my own thought on 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 that stuff but oh yeah hindsight's 2020 right yeah <laughs> yeah if i can control it I, I might as you know why not you know and, and then if something happens out of my control well then that's that's the way it then goes. so be it right, right. exactly exactly so. Well, uh, we should, uh, we've been talking a lot about the book, but we haven't really talked about the book. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about, you know, talk about the book and, uh, you know, the four pillars and, uh, the big eight and, and, uh, you know, all that stuff and how it's kind of, uh, how the book is kind of structured. If you guys yeah, want to talk yes. about that a bit and, and yeah. you know, how, how we'll, people we'll can use about, it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about the four pillars. So our four pillars first of all, is physical fitness. And, and that probably comprises, you know, the majority of the book. Uh, next pillar is rest and recovery then hydration and then nutrition. So those are four overall wellness principles, not just fitness pr principles, but wellness principles that every firefighter needs to, to maintain balance and, and to make all make it as priorities. Now within the, uh, the physical fitness pillar, we already mentioned it before, but the big eight concept, uh, which is building core strength, building your, your own cardiovascular capacity, your flexibility, and then the last five functional strength areas that every firefighter uh, does is, is the um, pushing, pulling, lifting, carrying, and dragging. And so within each of those uh, the, of the big eight concept, we give firefighters, uh, you know, over a total of over 100 different movements, exercises, and stretches uh, that they can do. Uh, all of them have, have pictures. Um, and then later on in the book, uh, we also have a, a chapter dedicated to, yes, we do give sample workouts. Like if you want to do a three day or a four day or a five day a week workout, um, it, whatever you, your current fitness level is, we give sample workouts, but more importantly, we teach firefighters how to structure, uh, their workouts, how to create workouts based on the big eight concept uh, that they, that we provide them with, you know, they can pick and choose different exercises. Um, and, and the way we like to really break it down the most simple way is, you know, one day is going to be an upper dot, upper body, uh, strength building day, like a pushing and pulling kind of day with your upper body. Uh, another day could be a lower body strength, uh, day where you're doing more lifts, carries, drags, and stuff like that. Uh, and then we also mix it up throughout the week. Maybe one day is going to be a high-intensity interval training circuit uh, with firefighting equipment or standard workout equipment. You can even have body weight uh, exercises within that. Uh, another day could be more endurance-based cardio, so more moderate intensity uh, for 30 minutes or if you want to do more than that. And then also making sure firefighters work on, on building their core uh, so they have strong back, strong hips, uh, as well as also flexibility and mobility training. Uh, and we also encourage, uh, you know, a weekly, uh, you know, after workouts, definitely during your cool downs for some static stretching, also dynamic stretching before workouts. But after that, uh, throughout your, your week, also doing flexibility training and some type of um, functional yoga, at least for, you know, 30 minutes a week mm -hmm. to really, to really, you know, expand not only your body, but your, your mind and your, you're building that resiliency uh, building your breath, uh, breath work. And so, uh, as you can tell the way I explained it all, you know, it's, it's a comprehensive approach. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, one thing. It's not just strength training. It's not no. just cardio. It's not just mobility. It's, it's, it's everything. So everything all relates to each other. And so that's, uh, basically how we broke down the book. 
Yeah, no, it's, uh, do you have anything to add there, Dan, or? Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, as Jim said, I mean, he, he always does it so well. Yeah, no, it, that, you know, it, it's, it's mostly got that physical fitness aspect and it's the concepts and the approach that we offer. But, you know, yeah, as he also mentioned, you know, those other pillars, I mean, we don't, you know, we do a lot of, we do spend a lot of time in the book and also in our workshops talking about the importance of, you know, active and passive rest and recovery. We talk a lot about, a lot, a lot about hydration, um, how important it is and how, I think, physiologically, you know, what, what's the two greatest stressors on a firefighter's body? And it's, and it's, it's dehydration and heat stress. The combination of those two has been proven to be uh, a tremendous uh, uh, drain on our, our body systems. Uh, uh, the point that every single body system is affected by strenuous firefighting, every single body system. And one of the easiest ways to, to prevent some of those detrimental effects outside of the working out, the training, is just is the staying hydrated, is the getting your proper rest when you can, and, and of course, nutrition. The, everybody's favorite topic, uh, you know, yeah. nutrition. I mean, our pro, we are not <laughs> dietitians. We don't pretend to be dietitians. Yeah. We're not registered in anything like that other than to say that our, our approach is that food is fuel. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. Food is fuel. So we try to give you guidelines on putting the right food in your bodies at the right times right. in the right amounts, right? Uh, uh, not saying that you can never eat this or that or the other thing, but these are the kinds of things you should focus on. Um, put the right, you know, treat your body like a sports car, right? If you put diesel fuel on a Ferrari, it's not going to run very well, right? Right. Treat your body like a, a, a high-performance sports car because that's what it is, and you only have one of them. So, you know, and, I mean, we, so those are the four pillars, really. They, they all kind of combine in that comprehensive format. There's lots of other stuff in there in the book. Like, mm -hmm. you know, one of my favorite chapters is the attitude, accountability, and action chapter. It's because it's all about that motivation. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, you got to get your mind right first or none of the other stuff we just talked about is going to work uh, very well. So, and, and lots of other great resources, uh, references in there. I think dozens of references that we use to add to the book uh, that are also available for your own research at the in the back of the book and it just goes on and on you know yeah. from the organizational perspective from the you know the personal perspective we talk about you know how important it is to just go get a, a proper medical evaluation once a year yeah you know if, if you do nothing else yeah. go get go get an exam once a year get your cancer screenings get those things done mm -hmm. so that you're you know it's it's that simple yeah right it's that simple, but it's that difficult, I guess. Yeah. Well, exactly. At the same time. So. Yeah, and you know, uh, I, I think, really, the the title of your book, and the subtitle, the your book's called, because we didn't even actually say it yet, but uh, <laughs> the book's called Firefighter Functional Fitness: The Essential Guide to Optimal Firefighter Performance and Longevity. So I think exactly what what both of you were just saying is is that's what it's about it's about it's not it's it's you know there is a lot about strength training uh in there but it is a guide to firefighter performance overall performance which in, and longevity which includes all those things so uh, yes. you know I, I think that that's uh that's a perfect title for it thank you yeah <laughs> we so, like it 
What, what's uh, what's been the when you guys? So you guys uh, launched in 2016 for the book, mm-hmm. and what's what was the response been, and how has it grown? Uh, I think Jim was saying it's over 30 countries now, but uh, how's it kind of grown yeah. from you know from when you guys first launched it, and what was that like to launch it, and and then uh, you know how how's it grown, and well, I think it. Was- it it was pretty surreal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty surreal. Like I said before, I never thought I'd say I'd write a book. I mean, growing up, I hated reading books. So yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd say uh, I'd write a book, especially, you know, being a firefighter, you know, yeah. uh, we're, we're such doers. And, and so uh, the kind of joke is, is that one, uh, firefighters may not like to work out. And two, firefighters may not like to read. So yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a double negative of, of writing a book about it. But uh, as we've said before, no, it's, it's had a, we've had a great response from it. You know, what we love the most is when people message us uh, on social media or they send us an email and they're like, Hey, uh, you know, I've been putting your, your, your book to use and, and the principles in it, you know, I've lost, you know, a hundred pounds. I've, I'm in the best shape of my life and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. 40 or 50. Um, and, you know, just hearing those success stories is what really keeps us going uh, and keeps us wanting to, to spread our message because, you know, there's in, in, in the U.S., there's 1.4 million firefighters, right. you know, and so we know we haven't reached them all and uh, we, we probably never will. But we'll, we'll try, you know, because it all comes back to you know, uh, us wanting to create a healthier fire service, not only in the U.S., but globally um, and, and wanting to reach those individual firefighters, get this book in their hands and try, try and change or update their perspective on on what fitness should be for firefighters Mm -hmm. um so so overall it's been incredibly rewarding um and uh, i I think dan would agree um and it's great to have a partner um to share your you know the equal passion that Mm -hmm. that i have uh you know like iron sharpens iron you know we we keep keep each other going and, and keep pushing the message out there yeah, I mean, we we I think we joked about when it first launched that, you know, I would be happy if like you know my sister bought a copy of the book. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like like hey, awesome, you know, I got somebody, you know. So we didn't. I don't know that we had any expectations that it was going to be an Amazon bestseller. It was going to end up in thirty five or thirty six, whatever countries. I, I couldn't even think like that. You know, it just the whole process was so. Uh, uh, labor intensive and time consuming. And, and by the time you got to the end there, you're just like, well, I hope it's, I hope somebody sees it. You know, I I think all the things that we've experienced positively speaking about it has been a blessing and it's very humbling, but none of it was ever expected. So, uh, it's hard to frame it. Like we were constantly humbled by the fact that we hear it's somewhere else or, somebody's using it for a program or what have you. Uh, so I, I like to think that, and this is for anybody out, out there that's going to take on a project that they're passionate about. You know, it's, I think if you do, if you do good work and you produce a quality product, then it ought to quote, it speaks for itself. itself. Right. It yeah. speaks for itself. It really does. And so I'm just, I don't know, like Jim said, I'm, I'm just happy to be a small part of it. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there in the fire service uh, that are incredibly dedicated to fitness and health of our firefighters. A lot of people. We're blessed to know a lot of them, but we're not the only ones. And we're just 
very happy to be just a small part of, of this movement to, to get people healthier. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I'm just grateful early. Well, I, I do have to say, I think you're more than a small part. I think you guys are, are a big part. I think you guys are a massive part of it. And, yeah. you know, I, I think the book too, it's, it's, it's enabled you guys to not only did you guys write the book, but now you're out speaking, um, you know, all over the country. You, I just read that you are now, uh, you can, you get CECs, continuing education mm-hmm. credits uh, through ACE when you uh, take one of the firefighter functional fitness um, uh, seminars. So can you guys explain that? I mean, I think it's, it's growing and uh, you know, what you guys are doing is, you know, is amazing. So maybe speak a little bit about, uh, about what's happening yeah. now as a result of the book. Oh yeah. So uh, when we go out and speak, if uh, uh, anyone is a peer fitness trainer through the, the IFF yeah. uh, wellness fitness initiative, uh, we give them 0.8 uh, continuing education credits uh, towards their relicensure. So it's an added bonus. Not only right. are you getting the info and, and the knowledge and, you know, we have a great time during our workshop, uh, but we also, uh, through the American Council on Exercise, we can, we can award them 0.8 CECs, as you said, uh, towards their relicensure for peer fitness training. So it's a, it's a win-win-win mm-hmm. all around. Yeah. How much- I, I, I've said before, uh, you know, as, as awesome as the book is, as, as an accomplishment and something like that personally, I, I, nothing takes the place of us being able to go out and, and be in person with folks and, and mm-hmm. talk to them and interact with them. It's, I get the most enjoyment, I think, out of just being able to present at a conference or uh, uh, going to a fire department uh, and, and just just being there in person with them and just seeing, you know, the impact and learning from them as much as we're, le- you know, they're learning from us. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's been a, a great experience. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. How, how much you guys out there speaking and uh, uh is it a few times it, a year or anything or i mean it, yeah it yeah. varies i mean we uh we we certainly try to do we've been lucky to have been selected for for some of the major you know uh north american fire service conferences such as you know examples be like fdic and and uh we've done a lot of great work with the national volunteer fire council mm-hmm. uh isfsi um and and so forth so we're, we're lucky to be have had those opportunities um and then outside of that um it really just depends on you know people reach out to us they ask us for our information we give it to them if we can make a connection that way and uh it might be we might go somewhere you know once a month for three or four months and then it might be a few months before we're out on the road again and, yeah you know it just depends on you know scheduling and and that sort of thing we're headed out this coming sunday actually to uh a fire department in Indiana to do a program on nice. Monday. Um, and we're working on some things down south, down in Florida for the, the wintertime. Uh, so, you know, there's always something in the pipeline, you nice. know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and how do people, how would someone uh, get a hold of you guys if uh, if they wanted to, like, investigate it more? Or, and, uh, you know, I know you Yeah, can, so. Yeah, if they want to go to our website, uh, firefighterfunctionalfitness.com, uh, there's tons of resources on there in the first place, even free downloads and, and, and stuff like that. You can preview our book and everything like that for free. Uh, but uh, under there, there's a tab for workshops, and people can fill out their name, email address, phone number, uh, you know, how many 
uh, what kind of department they have, what, how many personnel, and just general comments and inquiries they can they can fill out through there. Um, and then we can get back with them on what our workshops include, uh, different options and pricing and all that good stuff too. So yeah, firefighterfunctionalfitness.com nice. is, is how you can reach us. Of course, always through social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, yeah. We, and we, we're on every channel. Yeah. And we answer everybody, yeah. uh, you know, all the time. So there, uh, email, our, all of our handles are at firefighterffit, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, or you can email us at firefighterfunctionalfitness at gmail.com uh, or our own personal email addresses. There's any number of ways to get a hold of us. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And uh, what is your, uh, do you guys have any future future plans for firefighter functional fitness or are you just, you know, you kind of happy with the way things are or? Yeah, we're going to conquer the world. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we've been tossing around the idea of doing an online program um, uh, and trying to reach more people because not everybody, you know, is uh, fond of reading books. Right. Sometimes people like doing online programs and video-based uh, tutorials and stuff like that. So we've been tossing around that idea. Nice. Um, so that's kind of like the next big project we're kind of thinking of besides, you know, the book and the workshops and everything. Uh, but no, uh, um, just any way we can reach firefighters, uh, we're, we're always looking into that, and that's that's what we want to do. No, oh, that's awesome. I uh, and I will, uh, I will definitely be. Uh, you know, when I do the uh, show notes and all that, and I mean, I, I I love what you guys are doing. It's uh, you know, I I, I was uh, you know, I guess currently still am because I'm still employed, but uh, I'm uh, you know a IFF your fitness trainer and taking all those courses and done those things and that but what is what i really like about this book is that it's a resource for everybody it's not yeah. just a resource for a peer fitness trainer and then that person right. has to go into the gym and and train the people this is right. a personal reference manual that you take with you and you can do it yourself as opposed to waiting for someone else to to run your workout or or that type of thing so that's what I think is the, and it's for all firefighters, you know? So I, I think that, 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 you know, this is equally or, you know, even more accessible than, you know, the peer fitness training. They're not saying anything against the peer fitness training. Cause I, I, I'm a peer fitness trainer. So it's all about getting people healthy, but we're talking about your book and I'm just saying that this is, like you know, it. a personal reference, right? So yeah, I would uh, appreciate I that. Yeah, and it, I think it's for everybody. Yeah. I mean, outside of the, the title is what it is. Yeah. And that's certainly what our, our goal was, was to impact firefighters. But that is not in any way to exclude, you know, EMS workers, no. law enforcement, and office workers, and, and anybody else out there that, yeah. that, that has an everyday job that wants to be more functionally fit. Yeah. And so I think the, the concepts really... Um, really can apply to uh, more a lot more globally than maybe the title of the book suggests but. yeah no i 100 percent agree and i will uh, definitely be promoting it that way for sure thank you yeah uh so yeah one last thing before i let you guys go but uh do you guys either of you have you know like just one piece of advice maybe for people who are starting or thinking about starting or or just one piece of advice that you've been given that you know, it's kind of motivates you or just, you know, anything like that. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll jump in. I'll steal Dan's material before he says it. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, more than anything, I would say two things if I can. First of all, uh, it's uh, like Dan mentioned before, it's all about mindset. It's all about placing discipline before motivation because we don't always feel motivated, but we have to be disciplined uh, in what we do. And that not only includes, you know, working out, it, it, it includes being disciplined and, and choosing to drink water over something uh, like soda uh, and something sugary like that. It includes, um, you know, your mindset of, of just your daily living, of, of healthy living overall. Um, and so making sure your mind is right first uh, when it comes to fitness and wellness, I think that's more, more important um, uh, than, you know, what workout you're going to do that day because uh, all everything flows from that. And then secondly, uh, just small baby steps, small changes, um, I always talk about how I used to drink soda, two sodas a day, and now I don't drink any. Um, and so that has made a big impact on me um, as, as a recovering soda soda drinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick it over to Dan. Did I steal all your material, Dan? Uh, only some of it. Only all right, good. It. But no, I, I think for me, I would, I would just offer, uh, and this is, although it might sound like it's directed at the young, possibly future firefighters, I think it's, it, it works for all of us to, to remember the fact that, um, you know, what, what we do, what we do out there is not is it, it, you're, you're held to a higher standard is what I want to say. I think that you have to accept the fact if you're going to be in the fire service or emergency services, you have to be willing to admit and be OK with being held to a higher standard. You have a lot more obligation than and, and I don't mean a disrespect to uh you know a, a, an attorney or an office worker or whatever you have a lot more uh, uh responsibility right and and part of living up to that is to making sure a number one that you yourself are, are physically and mentally fit for duty uh you know we jim and i view uh fitness as a requirement of our, of our job and i think you have to you have to always remind yourself that you know we've a lot of people have said it you know this isn't a hobby uh, what we do. This is serious business. Right. Um, there's a lot of people out there that depend on you, your community, your coworkers, your family, of course, uh, expect you and have a right to expect that you're going to be not only well-trained, but physically and mentally capable of doing what you signed up to do. Right. So if I, if I could say anything, it is just to remind yourself that you are in fact held to a higher standard and right. you have to be okay with that and you have to live up to it. No, I, I, I think that's great. And, uh, I think that's, uh, that's a great place to end. And, um, yeah, guys, uh, you know, I'm, I'm truly grateful to that. You guys took the time out of your day to, to talk to me. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I love talking fitness. I love talking health. I, you know, it's, it's a passion of mine. So, Hopefully that comes through, you know, in the podcast and, uh, you know, I'd love to stay connected and, and, uh, you know, maybe chat again or, you know, however it works out for us, but definitely to stay connected. And, and again, I just, uh, I truly love what you guys are doing and, uh, helping, you know, be that change and, and walking the talk. You know, I think that's a big one too, is that you guys aren't just writing a book and throwing it out there. You guys are walking the talk and you're, you are the pe the people out there who are exercising and who are doing what you say, tell other people to do or 
or recommend they do in the book. So yeah. commend you well, guys for that. Yeah, we can't thank you enough for the opportunity. We love, like just like you, we love talking about this stuff, and we thank you for the opportunity to share about our mission and our book. And uh, so, thank you more than anything. Yeah, <laughs> all right, appreciate it. Yeah, no, no problem. Why don't you guys, you guys uh, have a great day, and uh, hopefully, it's nice weather for you. We got some really great weather out here in Vancouver right now, so I think it's. Uh, <laughs> Dan- Dan's getting uh, rained on. He's about to oh. drown. So oh, yeah. uh, enjoy it. I, I feel bad for you, but I, I kind of feel bad for you. But we have rain here about you know seven months a year, so I kind of you, you know, I, yeah, I feel I, I feel that. real bad for you. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Take care, okay, Brad. Thank thanks, you. guys. Yeah. Hey. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. There you have it. Dan Kerrigan and Jim Moss, Firefighter Functional Fitness. What they've created here is an amazing resource. And it's not only for firefighting, honestly. it's This resource can be for anybody. If you're looking for something different in any field, but also if you're an EMS or paramedic or police officer, whatever, uh, border guard, corrections, whatever it is, this is just a different Another option for you if you're looking for a way to get started in fitness or change up your current fitness routine and also learn a little bit about movement and nutrition and, you know, overall kind of making some lifestyle changes. And that's what we really want. That's what the purpose of my podcast is, is to help you try and make some healthy changes. And really, their title of their book really spells it out. Firefighter Functional Fitness, The Essential Guide to Optimal Firefighter Performance and Longevity, which you could substitute that firefighter for human being. So grab the book wherever you get your books, Amazon and and all those places. Uh, Check them out at firefighterfunctionalfitness.com. And they're on every single social media platform out there, just like they said in the podcast. Check them out. Dan Kerrigan, Jim Moss, Firefighter Functional Fitness. That's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Until next time, I'm Brad, and this is Beyond the Big Red Truck Podcast. Peace.